Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, gorgeous lady. Welcome back to Higher Self and I. Now, we have had a look at letting go of the how. By God, do we know now how to let go of the how, and especially if you are inside my membership, the Higher Self Society, we really freaking spent a full month letting go of the how because I know it is something that we hold on to again and again and again with how it's going to happen for me how my business is going to grow, what that's going to look like and how and how and how. You know how much I was hung up on the how. Now, if you haven't listened to my letting go of the how episode, I will tag it in the show notes. But equally, if you want to start letting go of the how, come into the Higher Self Society membership because the months are there. You know, we've been, I've been running the Higher Self Society membership since June. I cannot believe it. It launched in May. We started in June. And every single month, June, July, August, September, October is in there. You can go in, you can go through every single month that we've done so far. I'll pop it in the show notes if you want to come and have a look at what months we've had so far. Check it out. Have a look. That's where you're going to learn how to let go of the how for good. However, having said that, there is the how, but there is also the when. And I know that a lot of female entrepreneurs, and I was definitely in this camp, was seeing the radical success of other women who, what we perceive to be in such a short amount of time, have the success they desire. And we almost play it out, you know, well, they've been in business for X amount of months, for X amount of years, they've been doing this and this and this. So therefore, if they've got it at this time, then I should have it in this time. And we almost perceive time that, uh, perceive the time that that's going to happen to us. I used to do this all the time with um, looking at celebrities. (laughs) I know this sounds really ridiculous, but I used to look at celebrities and be like, okay, well, they're, um, so they're 26. So I'm currently 22, which means that I've got X amount of years to be famous. Um, you know, they didn't get famous till they were 25. So I've got another three years until I really need to step into that. Like I would almost look at people and, kind of equate how many years I've got left to sort out my shit before I um, are going is going to make it, right? And we know that this perception, this way of thinking is not reality because every single one of us have so many different paths of so many different instances of life happenings, of things that we have to navigate, of places that we go, etc. It's you cannot compare one person's business to yours ever. And I think we really need to learn that. I think we need to do a full a full podcast on comparison, if I'm honest. I don't think I've done one of those for a while, but 
really having a look at the the when is what we're going to be looking at today. And like I said, you know, you are looking at all of these people having this radical success in such a quote unquote short amount of time, perceived perception again, and you want to believe that that is possible for you. But for some reason, it is just not happening. And you have almost this timeline that you've set up for yourself that you're like, well, you know, by December 2024, this is when I'm going to have the 30K months or I'm going to have the six-figure business or I'm going to be making this much or I'm going to be having this experience. And sometimes we can hold on to that timeline so much that actually if we don't fill what we want in that timeline, we end up feeling really, really shit. Who's been there? Who's put themselves an imaginary timeline onto their success or onto their goals? And it hasn't happened for probably a lot of reasons. And that could be strategic. It could be a lot of mindset, which is where I'm gathering it is. It could be circumstances, it could be the niche that you're in, there's so many reasons as to why, but the timeline doesn't fill out and lo and behold, you are beating yourself up about it. And a lot of the time, you feel like, what's the point? Or this is never going to happen for me. You know that that's the belief that I played into in my business a lot for a very, very long time. Um, So how do you let go of the timeline whilst also feeling safe to continue to run your business if things aren't happening the way you want them to happen right now? Because you do know that things can happen quickly. I have got many success stories on shifts happening and things happening quickly, but sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's a long-term game. And I think I was definitely in the long-term camp. Um, For those who have only been following me for for not so long, you're like, well, Beck's Beck's got this and Beck's got the success and Beck's got this in her business. And she's earning this amount of money, hang hang on a minute. Like I was in this camp, this timeline, when, how, when, how, when, how. I was in that for a long time, like 2019 to probably the start of 2022. I really sat in that camp of watching everyone else and watching the success and kind of having a taste of it, but it not taking off as much as I wanted it to. And actually what the timelines become are these imaginary goalposts that we never reach anyway because by the time we get to the timeline that we want, we have a new timeline anyway. Anyway, so today's podcast is about letting go of the when because I think so often we can have such specifics of of when it's going to happen for us. And like I said, when it doesn't, things happen things happen within the subconscious that I don't want you to be leaning into. Now, when you become fixated on specific dates and you're hoping that your dreams will come true by this predetermined schedule, I see impatience arising. And the impatience arises from the fixation. And that can lead to a lot of frustration and a lot of disappointment. However, understanding the role of both the subconscious mind and we're going to be having a look at the neuroscience behind this today can actually help us appreciate both the importance of patience 
in the process of bringing your dreams into your reality, but equally knowing how to let go of the how and I, uh, how to let go of the uh, the timeline, how to let go of the when. And I'm going to be going through that today. So let's first have a look what happens when we put in this predetermined schedule, this predetermined specific date, the fixation on that and what is actually happening. So impatience. Let's go there first. Now, impatience is a very powerful emotion, an emotion that I know oh too well. If you've listened to my podcast in the past, you will know that I am one of the most impatient people. Um, (laughs) I wasn't going to say it, but I might as well. Um, Jack, my partner, often calls me Veruca Salt because I'm like, I want it now. I don't care how I want it now don't care how I want it now. Um, And that's just how, that's just how I am. You know, I asked him to help me move the fridge um, last week when I was tidying and he was finishing off watching something he was watching on TV and he didn't come in that moment. So I moved the fridge by myself because this girl ain't got time to wait. I'm very impatient. However, um, so I get, I get the impatience. I do. However, when we have that impatience, that that powerful emotion of patience in our business, when we've set the specific dates for our desires to arrive, the, the anxious anticipation of the particular outcome almost ties in with the predetermined time frame that you've that you've put in. And with patience, what we're doing with that is patience can not patience, impatience can actually generate stress and anxiety. And stress and anxiety is sending conflicting signals to our subconscious. So if you have um, a specific date that you're working towards, When we become anxious about that specific date, we're essentially telling our subconscious that this outcome must happen and it must happen now. However, the subconscious thrives on congruency, okay, and aligning our beliefs and our emotions and our actions. And actually, when impatience is generating the stress and anxiety, it is going to send powerful signals of resistance to your subconscious. Now, resistance can be an obstacle to the energy that we need for successfully bringing your desires in. So if we're actually coming towards your desires slash manifestations, whatever you want to call them, you know, I don't massively resonate with the word manifestation, but in this aspect, if that kind of works for you, when you are in the manifestation process, when you're in the process of bringing your desires into your reality, and we have this predetermined, predefined time frame, and you're getting closer and closer, and maybe you're like, oh my God, I am literally nowhere near this being my goal. What you're actually then doing is you're moving out of the energy of the magic of bringing your desires into your reality, and you're moving into resistance. And the subconscious interprets this as an in internal conflict. It's a problem. And in response 
It's going to resist the very desires you are trying to bring in. Because the subconscious mind thrives on emotions, okay? And impatience can create the resistance. So we're, when we're desperately wanting something to happen on the specific date, like I said, we're unintentionally generating stress and anxiety, which in turn sends conflicting signals to our subconscious, potentially blocking the thing that you're bringing in. So one thing that could be happening if you are so hung up on the timeline if you're so hung up on the when, is impatience and resistance, which in turn is speaking to the subconscious and blocking the potential thing that you want to bring in. The second thing that I see happening when we really focus on that predefined, predetermined timeline is it actually brings in a lot of fear of failure um, because setting rigid dates can trigger the fear of failure in the subconscious mind. And when the desired outcome doesn't happen or doesn't occur as we expected it to, what that can do is fuel the self-doubt, the lack of confidence, which is going to be which is going to make what you're trying to bring in more challenging. And the the kind of rigidity around that and the fact that you keep setting these dates and it keeps not happening on these dates, this is just as a a very blanket conversation. Obviously, there's way more in it that I would go into it as a mindset coach as to why it's not happening on those dates. And we're, we're going to go into that today. But if that keeps happening to you, you are almost feeding the evidence of it not happening. And the more evidence the subconscious mind has, and if you're in the impatience, which is already bringing you to stress and anxiety, which is already bringing the RAS into looking for things that aren't working, you are going to fuel the self-doubt and the lack of confidence even more. The next thing I want to have a look at is the reticular activator system. You know how much I love the RAS. Now, the RAS, if you haven't heard of it before, is part of the a part of the brain that's responsible for filtering information. And what I see happening is when we focus so intensely on a specific date of the thing happening on a specific date, our RAS may actually filter out opportunities or signs of progress that could lead you closer to your goal. So what I mean by that is fixating on a date can actually limit your ability to recognize alternate routes. And there could be alternate routes to success. There could be there staring in your face sometimes. But when we're becoming so fixated on that one thing, you know exactly what happens. The RAS is there for filtering information. So if we're constantly focusing on one particular thing, whatever that is in your world, whether it's a good belief, bad belief, a yellow car, a holiday, whatever you're focusing on right now, it will bring more information in. You know, one of my clients the other day was like, oh, it's so funny. Like ever since we've had that conversation about that, I've been seeing that loads. Maybe it's a sign from the universe. And I was like, no, <laughs> maybe it's your RAS. Maybe it's your RAS kicking in and really looking for the things that your subconscious is, that you're telling your subconscious to look for. So what it could do when we're kind of on that specific date is your RAS is going to fit like filter out all the other opportunities, all the other signs of progress, all the other incredible things that you're doing that's leading you closer to your goal. And it's kind of limiting your ability 
to recognize the alternate routes and also recognize the success that you're actually having. So that's kind of what's going on when we're really focusing on the when. And I really wanted to speak to this, not only because it was a topic that one of my clients, me and my clients have been talking about a lot, um, but equally I was so fixated to having and being in the business that I desired by a certain time and I know um, a lot of the work that I get my clients to do is you know scripting or really playing into you being in that reality and you know what it could happen tomorrow we don't know but a lot of the time there has to be things in progress you know it took me time we have to have the patience of the time that it takes we equally know that we have to have the strategy, the right aligned strategy behind you and the mindset to support it. And there's lots of things to work on within that. And, you know, that's what I really focus on within my one-to-one. But actually letting go of the timing, letting go of the dates was one of the best things that I did. And I think like I reflect back now and I'm like, imagine if I was so fucking hung up on a certain date achieving a certain goal would I have met the love of my life at the wedding (laughs) would I have met Jack would I have followed my heart to leave Australia would I have um said yes to live in in Shrewsbury you know like you know when you actually look back and you're like if I was that freaking hung up on that date and if it didn't happen on that date it was the be all and end all for me and nothing ever would go right ever again if I was so hung up on that what would I have missed in the being hung up on that? And I think like that, that for me now, it's like this or something better, this moment or another moment better. And the universe always has a freaking plan for you, doesn't it? You know, there's a reason why things don't fall in the, in the right place. And whether we know that right now, whether you learn that tomorrow, whether you learn that three years down the line, we always kind of find out what that is you know I didn't get the house in Noosa because I wasn't meant to be in Australia for the rest of my life and I'm happy with that so now we know what's happened when you're focusing on the when letting go of the when let's have a look at what you can do and actually what I want you to do is I want you to shift into the what over the when so we're going to go through how to apply the what over the when approach. So no longer are we going for the when. And this isn't me saying don't set goals and don't, you know, don't put dates on there, but you can put dates on your goals. That's okay. But don't be so hung up on that date that it stops you from actually achieving it. This or something better again. So how we're going to apply the what over the when. The first thing that I want you to do is I want you to trust in the universe's timing. And to really tap into this, I want you, and I'm just going to give you a couple of journal prompts, which I'll pop in the show notes too. I want you to take a moment to reflect on a past experience where you felt like things fell into place at the perfect time, even though it wasn't according to your initial plan or timeline. So your first thing that I want you to do 
is I want you to take a moment to reflect on a past experience where you felt like things fell into place at the perfect time, even though it was not according to your initial plan or timeline. Have a little moment to reflect and I want you to actually do these as journal prompts. And the second question with this is, what did this experience teach you about trusting in the universe's timing. So what did this experience teach you about the universe, trusting the universe and the universe's timing? So hopefully you've got a couple of things that come to mind. I most definitely have a lot of evidence with trust in the universe's timing. Uh, Me going to the wedding and meeting Jack obviously one of the biggest things but equally trusting the universe's timing with when I actually moved to Australia in the first place you know all of that none of that was in my initial plan or timeline and it was the perfect time for me at the perfect time of my life and I was you know I really did learn such a lot and opened a lot of doors from trusting the universe's timing so that's your very first journal prompt the second thing that I want us to have a look at is the limitations of rigid deadlines. So I want you to think about a specific goal or a specific desire that you've been trying to bring in with a strict deadline in mind. And I want you to actually have a look on how that rigid deadline has affected your stress levels, your maybe... The fear, the anxiety, the things that I spoke about before, and has actually affected your overall experience or your overall ability to show up. So I want you to have a look at the specific goal or the desire that you've been trying to bring in with that strict deadline in mind. And how has that rigid deadline actually affected you, your emotions, your overall experience and how you've been showing up? And just reflect on the emotions that it's generated and how that's had an impact on actually how you do show up and what actually happens with that. Just so we can become aware of the limitations that you put in for yourself with the rigid deadlines. Third thing I want to talk about is the subconscious mind and impatience. So I want you to have a little ponder about maybe a recent experience where impatience and potentially that kind of feel feeling of anxiety or that feeling of stress about a specific date affected your ability to stay positive, to stay in a really good energy in the beliefs that are going to serve you better and are really focused on the bringing in of that goal. So what thoughts were coming up, what beliefs were coming up from the impatience and actually how did they influence your actions? The, 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 that, this, get me words out, this journal prompt and the one before about the rigid deadlines is all about becoming very self-aware of what actually happens when you are on that rigid deadline. So third one, write about a recent experience where impatience and the stress and the worried and the anxiety and the fear about a specific date affected your ability to stay positive, to stay focused, to stay 
energized behind the goal that you were bringing in and what thoughts and what beliefs actually emerged from the impatience that you had around that. Okay, next we are going to be embracing patience and surrender. (laughs) So I want you to imagine fully embracing the idea of letting go of the specific dates and trusting in the universe's timing. So how would it feel to surrender control and release the pressure associated with the deadlines that you're currently prescribing to yourself? And I want you to describe the emotions and I want you to describe the mindset that you would love to have in this process. So what does embracing the patience look like? What does the surrender look like? What does the trusting in the universe's timing look like? Really tapping into the emotions and the mindset behind it. And lastly, I want you to actually look back on signs and synchronicities. So I want you to have a little look and have a little consider on past experiences where the universe seemed to be sending you signs or synchronicities that guided you towards your desires because you were so open and ready to receive them. And actually, how can you become more attuned to these signs without the fixation of the specific date? So those are a couple of journal prompts that I want you to ponder. I want you to have a little look at. Like I said, yes, we want to set goals. Yes, we want to set deadlines. Of course we do. You know, we've got these big dreams. We've got these big goals and we want them now. We're high achieving female entrepreneurs that want to make fucking an incredible life for ourselves. Like I know I get it. But actually, is that limitation of the dates or when you think it should happen or that perceived perception of when you think it should happen because of the comparison of other people, is it actually hindering you rather than helping you? And actually, how can we tap more into the feelings of what you're bringing in, what it's going to be like, feel like, look like this or something better And if it happens now, amazing. If it is not the right time, how do we open our, how do we open ourselves and how do we open the curiosity around why it's currently not happening? And like I said, there's so many things that we could go into with that. Like maybe it is a subconscious belief um, around what you're trying to bring in. Maybe it is the strategic sense of what you're trying, what you're doing that you're trying to bring in. Maybe the universe just has other plans for you and it's being open enough for you to get curious about them, get curious as to why it's not happening, of course, but equally holding space for the magic as well. And we're not going to hold it with impatience and stress and anxiety and fear and push. So I hope today's episode has helped you out with the when and how we let go of it. I'll pop the journal prompts below. And if you do have any questions or anything that you want to chat through, I'm in the DMs for you. I'll see you on the next episode. Love ya. Your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast. So if you have enjoyed the episode today, please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.